0: Money FM 89.3, best of Workday Afternoon. You're with Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. Singapore is widely considered to be one of the myopia capitals of the world. According to studies by the Singapore National Eye Centre, 10% of Singaporean children will be myopic by age. 5 increasing up to 60 percent and 80 percent by 12 and 18 years old up to 90 percent of Singaporean adults above 18 are projected to be biopic by 2050 with 15 to 25 percent of these at risk of high myopia today on health Suites we look at managing myopia early on money Fm 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. I'm joined on the phone today by Jacob Chin, optometrist at Vidari Eye Care, as we explore managing myopia in children and what it might take to convince parents to address this early. Jacob, welcome to the show. Hello, Clarissa. It's nice to have you. Let's jump right in. What is myopia? Perhaps we start there.
1: Um, so we think of myopia, right, is a condition where an eye cannot really see well for far. However, they can see really uh, well for up close. So for example, right, in the case of uh, children um, nowadays, what happens is that um, in children, I don't think they really understand what is blur vision. So that's where they want to look at things far away. They tend to move forward. So for example, like in a view of television, If they can't see their cartoon shows or, you know, some of their toys up front, they'll walk towards it and then they'll grab it or they'll actually move closer to the screen. And that's where parents may come into concern. And that's where we actually have to do this necessary check to make sure that this myopia can actually be arrested at a very young age.
0: All right. Now we're talking about myopia in young children. What happens if we don't treat it early?
1: In most cases, we understand that myopia will always increase with age. And the recent research will be up to 80%, 90% in Singapore to become a, a myopic in, in adults, right? So what happens is that if it's not uh, well controlled, this number will keep increasing and increasing in a sense of that the parents who have to change their children's glasses every year and that actually come with extra costs at their end. And in the later age in life, right, what happens is that they do have certain um, risk of uh, eye problems such as a retina problem, such as a retina tear as well.
0: Right, okay. Now, it seems logical as a parent myself at that point, if I notice that my children are getting closer to the screen so that they can see it clearly or the TV, that I might want to do something about that. So why is it that there there does seem to be an occurrence where parents don't seem to be that concerned about myopia in their children? Not all of them, but enough of them that this is worrying.
1: I think it's because of the... Probably the projection from the society because from my interaction with most parents, right, uh, parents feel that it's a norm that children will change glasses every year and the question they'll ask me is like, oh, or, or rather they ask the children is like, oh, is there any new collection of uh, spectacles to wear instead of like, oh, is there any other way to stop the myopia from increasing? So these are actually the common um, question they have from the parents and what we are trying to do is also educate them. Like there are actually other techniques to slow down this um, myopia progression. And this, this progression is really, really important because um, if you look at it in a later stage in life, some of them have potential vision loss and that will affect their work um, lifestyle. And most of them may not be able to function fully in their work and that will actually reduce maybe their capability to actually provide for the family as well.
0: Right, okay. Now, can you tell us at what age do you normally start to see myopia in children?
1: If both parents are my- has, uh, have myopia, I would suggest them to check as soon as they can, probably about three years old, four years old. I think that is a very good range to start off with, especially when they start learning. And the learning development is very critical because if, let's say, myopia is really detected, we do not want to slow down in terms of the learning development as well. So it's better to really get it checked as early as possible, maybe at as young as three years old.
0: Three years old? Yep. Okay, well, I suppose that makes sense. When Back in my day, and that's going back a while, um, eye checks had to be done rather manually. So your optometrist would ask you, can you see this? Is this clear? Et cetera, et etc. But now we've moved on and there are ways where you don't need that interaction and and question answers system with the children, right? So three, three, I suppose three makes sense. it's it's possible to do. and you get an accurate reading. At, with a three-year-old?
1: Um, what happened is that we will show them like um, cartoons, some shapes, what so then we recognize. Because at that age, right, they are able to recognize shapes. Mm-hmm. And then we can show something up front, and then they can point to us what is the uh, closest shape. And that's how we can actually get a pretty accurate response.
0: Okay, right. Now let's go to some myths. Obviously, some parents are not bringing their children in to have their eyes checked as regularly as they should or as early as they should. What are some of the myths that these parents are operating under?
1: I would say that most, um, the most, the top myth that I always, um, talk about will be myopia will not cause full blindness. So that is actually false because, right, if someone is detected myopia, let's say, for example, high myopia, which is more than minus 600 um, degrees, in this case, right, they are considered a high myopia, and the risk of having uh, vision loss in the future, later stage in life, is really high. And sometimes surgery has to be proceeded in order to preserve the remaining vision.
0: Okay, that's that's a that's a big one.
1: Yep, and that is really really um, uh, misunderstood because because what happened is that in later stage in life, they just think that oh, let's change glasses, let's change to a new style, let's change to a different brand of. Uh, spectacles. And that is actually something that we are really concerned Because as much as we want to educate This is often overlooked because it doesn't happen to them At this point of time And then when it happens, it may be too late Because that preserved remaining vision Is what we are trying to, to maintain it for the rest of their life as well
0: Okay, now, I mean, obviously there are some very obvious signs If a child is myopic, as you've already said They will walk closer to a TV screen, etc., but are there other ways for parents to pick up that maybe their child is myopic, um, that are not so obvious?
1: I would say the other common one will be the head tilt. So, for example, a child is picking up a book or picking up their toy. They have an abnormal head posture where one eye is leaning more to one side in order to, in order for them to see well. Um, this is actually what we call the coping mechanism when coping mechanism is detected, um, parents should actually bring their child for the eye track already.
0: And how old are children when they start to develop these kind of coping mechanisms? Um, it can be
1: any age because what happens is that the eye and the brain wants to perceive things comfortable to them. So if let's say they have this kind of behavior, uh, it can be at any age actually. I would say about maybe three to four years old is a common range. Because 1 to 2, usually they are not so active in a way. So I think 3 to 4 is still a very good range to, to look at.
0: All right. Now, maybe we can talk about some of the ways that myopia is controlled. What are the methods that are used?
1: Um, there are a few, a few um, uh, options now. So the commonly one used would be the eyeglasses. Secondly, because in some children, they are slightly more active. There is uh, soft contact lenses as well. So Soft contact lenses from uh, Cooper Vision, my site, is actually pretty good because some of them actually, due to their active lifestyle, they tend to opt for these kind of soft lenses to actually have a better performance in their sports, for example, and they actually bring confidence to the children as well. As far as contact lens is concerned, we also have to make sure that the children are independent to manage the handling of their lenses.
0: Okay, that's, that's an interesting development. There were no contact lens options for children when my children, for example, were very young. What are the findings of some of the more recent studies on the impact of spending time outdoors, you know, with atropine eye drops and dual-focus contact lenses on myopia as well?
1: Spending outdoors is a way to, to slow down the onset of the myopia progression. Mm-hmm. I think the guideline is about two, two and a half hours per day. And that is actually a good, um, a, as I mentioned, it's a very good um, guideline to follow. However, because of the healthy lifestyle that most children have, I don't think they're able to cope with that kind of duration. And then the other thing would be when a child is outdoor, right? When they're outdoor, they look at things far away and that actually teaches the eye to notice things um, um, far away. And that actually helps the eye and brain to to perceive things, to help them understand that, oh, your eyes should actually see that far instead of maybe up to your television distance.
0: Right, so it's actually good for their development.
1: Correct. What about
0: things like atropine, eye drops, and, and let's talk more about contact lenses. How early can a child start wearing contact lenses safely?
1: So, oh, atropine eye drop is um, also commonly used from the hospital settings. Um, I think it's, it can be used at about age of four, age of five. However, in some children, they tend to be a bit more sensitive, so they have to wear glasses with a tinted lens in order to have lesser photosensitivity then for the dual focus uh, contact lens right is where children i think as young as 7 to 8 are, i'm i'm comfortable on um, prescribing that because most of the children at that point of time are really active they pick up like new hobbies such as like soccer basketball and and that's where we are comfortable fitting on on these um children with uh, dual focus contact lens
0: okay so at least 7 is what you're saying yes okay um, we know spectacles work. I've been wearing spectacles for myopia for a very long time. What about LASIK? Is is it a one time thing and then you deal with your myopia? You never have to do LASIK again?
1: Um, for, for LASIK, right? Because what happened is that in LASIK surgery, it's just correcting the front surface of the eye. Mm-hmm. However, in the case of myopia, we are talking about the whole of the eyeball. And in myopia, right, actually the eye, eyeball expands in myopic. Um, and what happens is that the longer you expand, the weaker the back part of the eye is. So even if you do a LASIK, it doesn't strengthen the back surface of the eye. So that's where the, the risk is still as much as someone who has the same myopia uh, from you without LASIK done.
0: Okay, so does that mean you might potentially have to do LASIK more than once in your lifetime? Pos- Can you even do LASIK more than once in your lifetime?
1: Yeah, possibly, but we don't, I, I don't really go for the uh, second LASIK as well because there could be potential underlying problem that you may not be noticed before, yeah.
0: All right, okay. Is there anything else, uh, advice that you'd like to give parents um, of young children who might be myopic?
1: First, first of all, I think um, the most concerning part is... Um, I eyesight really plays a part in terms of the development of the child. So if, let's say, parent is unsure of the development, or rather they have, a, they have a delay in their development, I think it's better to get the eye check done first because that can rule out a lot of other factors. So, for example, right, we talk about dyslexic. So sometimes we can rule out between these two conditions, and that can really help in terms of the child's um, development over time. And on top of it, once myopia is detected, I think the next question will be, are the parents ready to commit to this um, myopia control treatment? If they are, see it as a very long-term management, because we don't do the management just for one to two years, or rather we are looking at probably about 10-year horizon. And that actually helps to reduce the myopia progression as much as possible in the lifetime.
0: All right. We've been speaking with Jacob Chin, Optometrist, Viduri Eye Care. Jacob, thank you so much for the time and the information.
1: Thank you. Thank you for our time. Have a good day.
0: I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.